sonore, l'heure sera 2 a.m. Hello children, this is Rupak in the future, talking to you in your present from the past. Back again this week after a short return <laughs> last week and holy shit. 2022 is stacking the bodies. It is fucking uh, unfortunate. And, you know, as always, just something uh, that irreparably changes the world and then those of us left in it just have to kind of pick up the pieces and move on so since sitting down last week unfortunately it looks like (laughs) cherubic vocal rock legend Meatloaf has passed away and friggin Meatloaf man I mean he really did a lot Uh, I wouldn't say out of nothing but like I would say uh, despite himself you know I suppose Meatloaf was a a big dude and he was a white guy so I'm sure that helps a lot you know back in the 70s (laughs) Um, but you know he wasn't necessarily like a good looking dude Um, he's bigger big chubby guy big belly um Yet, despite that, um, because of his killer voice, it looks like, um, it looks like, back in the day, uh, I don't exactly know when his career started, I want to say early 70s, early to mid 70s, he managed to put out, you know, like, this legendary album if I'm not mistaken it is like a bat out of hell and although I wasn't I'm not necessarily a huge fan you know growing up in the 90s and early 2000s it's not like I wasn't aware of that his music uh, oh man, a moment ago I was thinking about the hits that I, I would recognize. There's the obvious one, which is, uh, I think it's Anything for Love. Which, you know, I think that thing ended up getting used for like commercials and all kinds of stuff more recently. I think he was actually in one of the recent commercials 
kind of parodying that same song. Super. Uh, real killer, emotional kind of vocal on that thing. And, uh, I want to say Bad Out of Hell was the other one. Like the actual single or, or album title track, whatever it would be. There was another one, Rock and Roll Something or Other. I can't quite remember off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, easily two or three songs that. You know, just kind of made it into the into popular circulation, and well, obviously separate from that, he is big time featured in the cult classic, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I actually really like that song that he sings in that movie, too. Uh, when he comes in on his scene riding that motorcycle. and It's escaping me at the moment, but I know whenever... It's one of the songs in that movie, or musical, whatever it's uh, considered, that uh, I legitimately um, enjoy. So many of the other pieces are a little, little goofy, but super charming in their way. But yeah, he just delivers that thing so excellently. That's you know undeniable the talent that he had. And of course, of course, of course, how. I would be remiss if I didn't mention Robert Paulson. Probably uh, the thing that I have seen the most in my life uh, featuring Meatloaf being a troubled young man, I suppose. Back when I had my own apartment, it seems like I put that movie on every day after work. Uh, that movie being Fight Club. And, uh... Freaking Meatloaf, man. He's, he's fantastic in that, too, you know? It's crazy. Like, not only was the guy an amazing singer, but... He's a good actor. You know? Not amazing... But it's not like the first time I saw that movie, I wasn't like, oh, shit, Meatloaf, and then kind of like completely taken out by him. It's like, no, he, he played his parts, you know, really well. And Robert Paulson is absolutely one of his legendary roles. So, rest in peace, Meatloaf, you know, kind of sucks, I think, he ended up dying of COVID complications, and 
and as tends to happen to just older people in general, I think he got swept up in the whole anti-vaccine movement and uh, sort of ended up not working out for him. But, you know, he was already, I think, at least in his 70s, if not approaching his early 80s. So, you know, it's not like it's it's necessarily shocking. But, um, you know, I guess in a way, possibly an unnecessary way to go and absolute loss of a big, big time charming talent. <laughs> I'm just remembering uh, back in the early 2000s, I think they made a behind the music about Meatloaf and you know, since back then it was like cable was still a viable form of entertainment, you know. I remember watching it a handful of times and <laughs> the thing that sticks out to me the most is he was he would wear like this white, silky pirate shirt on stage and he'd have the, like this handkerchief chief uh, wiping off sweat. <laughs> he'd just be up there like just sweating up a storm and uh, you know, it's a little comical, the image, but obviously it's it was him giving giving his performances, you know, all he had and really belting them out. I'm wondering now, I think he I think he beat throat cancer a few years back too. I may be completely wrong on that, but I think there was a point where he was uh, kind of losing his voice. And then he uh, managed to recover. Again, I may be remembering wrong on that last piece. That's just, you know... The Legend of Meatloaf. <laughs> Yeah, even that name, dude. Fucking Meatloaf. <laughs> like, meat and Loaf. Jeez. And that motherfucker made it despite that, you know. I think just to kind of show truly what a talent he was. Alright, you know, to illustrate better. So... Besides losing our beloved Meatloaf, another pretty sad one this week, uh, Louis Anderson passed away. And that one bummed me out because, again, it's one of those things that You know, there's so many little details to life that you don't 
think about or think twice about, I guess, until something kind of shines a light on them. And it's crazy to think that, you know, Louis Anderson, when I was a little kid, he had a cartoon, uh, a Saturday morning cartoon called Life with Louie. And I remember I would watch that cartoon and it was, it was funny. You know, like, one of the ones that I would kind of not necessarily look forward to watching, but I was okay with it being on because I knew at least something funny might happen. And it, uh... It's just crazy to think now how... I always knew he was a stand-up comedian. Which is crazy. Like, I don't even know how far back... I became aware of what stand-up comedy was, what it meant to be a stand-up comedian, or, you know. I guess the difference between a stand-up comic and a, and a, and a comedic actor, right? A comedic actor might not be a stand-up, and a stand-up might not necessarily be in comedy movies but I knew I kind of knew Howie Mandel did stand up maybe I somehow some way saw like an old Johnny Carson or something a rerun um, but I did know Louie was stand up I don't know if it was through the cartoon somehow, some way, but uh, my point is it's just crazy how, you know, there was all this content for kids when I was growing up that, like, yes, it was for kids, but it didn't necessarily... pander to children there's a lot of uh, I wouldn't necessarily say smart comedy right there's still children's cartoons but very well very well executed very well written very well put together Yeah, Life with Louie was one of those shows, like like I said. Not necessarily my favorite, but at least I knew it was good for a laugh. So, good enough uh, <laughs> to not change the channel, you know, necessarily. And, um... Yeah, I guess, you know, because of that, you know, when you when you... You kind of see someone as famous when you're a kid. You kind of always think of them as, like, famous forever after that. And Louis managed to 
stay relevant in a way? I don't know. For a good while, in the early 2000s, he was the host of uh, Family Feud. <laughs> and... <laughs> you know, I never... I never you know, going to school and shit. Like, I never watched those daytime uh, game shows. But one of my favorite things was on Mad TV, Will Sasso would do <laughs> an impression of Louie hosting the show. And I guess Louie just kind of had this very, very, like, <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about this kind of way of hosting. So on Mad TV, of course, you know, they play it up. And it would be Will Sasso. And he was just like... In between answers and stuff like that, he would just say shit like, Please kill me! <laughs> or he would bust out a little liquor bottle and just drink straight up, you know, in front of the camera. Oh, God. There's definitely once or twice where his pants would just fall off. <laughs> pants would fall and he would just do the rest of the show like that <coughs> which obviously all of that is uh, exaggeration but just so funny in, 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 in that Louis Anderson voice you know he had that uh, super husky like like, you could hear that he was fat just by hearing him talk. But also, like, sweetly Midwestern or... I don't know. I'm not going to try an impression, but... You know, if you don't know what Louis Anderson sounded like, like, psh, you missed out. That's another... Unique... funny, you know, naturally funny kind of thing. And, again, just so weird, you know, like, after Family Feud, I think he had a residency in Vegas for a while, but he was and he was definitely, you know, touring, still doing his stand-up. But the last thing that I got to enjoy and truly, truly enjoy Louis in uh, is Baskets. Something about that show. show so much it's ridiculous but but beautiful and sad but so fucking funny and, and <laughs> holy shit man Louis Anderson <laughs> He plays the mom. <laughs> <He> was, 
plays the mom. He plays uh, <laughs> um, the show is based around Zach Galifianakis, and he's supposed to be a twin. And so, one twin is like this, like kind of douchebaggy, uptight, like. Not douchebaggy in a traditional sense, like kind of douchebaggy and like a like a guy that has to be successful, that has to appear to be successful, you know. And uh, <laughs> so that's one of the twins, and then the other twin is uh, like this just poor fucking pathetic loser that. like almost has no choice but to follow his dreams because it's like if he didn't you know like god like what what would happen to him like what such a beautiful fucking show man and um so yeah, it's Zach Galifianakis playing a set of twins. Already fucking hilarious, right fucking there. But then Louie Anderson is their mom. Ah <laughs> oh, god, and just the the You know, the way he did that role, holy shit. I think it's season maybe three or four she ends up meeting this guy and I remember watching an episode they go to the Reagan library I think and um, they had kind of gone through a split and you know they were kind of back in each other's lives and, and holy shit man I mean I just I, you know Louie did it so good that I just remember thinking, like, like rooting for them, you know? Wanting their love to work out. Wanting them to to be together, to be there for each other. And, and Which, I'm just saying, goes to show, you know, what a fucking... What a perfect part for Louie... To, to play with, to play in, to portray, and just... Oh, God. So fucking funny, man, that show. It's like these characters are so... They're outrageous, but... Absolutely within the realm of believability, and so well played so well written so yeah I think I, I've seen Baskets um, like I think I watched season one a handful of times on its own when it first came out and then season one and two again um, once season two was out then for a while didn't, you know, bother with a Hulu account or whatever. Um, 
but definitely sometime in the last three or four years when the final season uh, came out I watched the whole series from beginning to end at least twice that I can remember sucks, you know, I was always kind of, well, the way I remember it when it ends, it's, it's absolute that it ends, but, you know, sometimes you hope that, uh, there'll be more of a good thing, even if it's over, and that was absolutely one of those shows. I have such a dry sense of humor that um, it takes a lot it takes a lot, a lot for something to really, really, really make me crack up like a genuine (laughs) from deep within my soul crack up, you know and that show managed it sucks no more Louie no more Mrs. Baskets yeah rest in peace Louie I think just from uh kind of sitting here and thinking about it I I might actually because it's funny I had I think last month you know kind of knowing the holidays were going to be shit had the itch to to rewatch Baskets again and kind of regret it now that I didn't I might just start it up again right now. Consciously knowing that you're watching a ghost, you know. The whole uh, time machine effect, right? I can go back and I can observe, but I can't interact or change things. And fiction or not, these things have that effect.
Anyway, children. Unfortunately, another bummer of an episode. Mourning those that we have lost, but... You know. It's good to remember the good stuff and... sometimes you realize things mean more than you thought they did and life gets heavy anyway I won't spend my tires much longer as always take care of yourself children Citoyen Podcast vous est proposé par des auditeurs qui vous ressemblent. Pour soutenir l'émission et la garder sans publicité, visitez patreon.com slash 2 pour devenir un membre officiel de la production exécutive et un supporteur contributif.